Have you been considering starting a private podcast or jumping into the private podcast arena? So today's guest is we have Miss Lindsay Padilla, who is one of the founders of Hello Audio, a platform that focuses on private podcasting. I have been a member and a fan for many, many, many years, and we are jumping in all about why you need private podcasts in your business, how you can use it, why she decided to create this platform and how you can benefit from it and your audience and your clients and your potential leads and your potential clients can benefit from you incorporating audio into your business through private podcasts. So thank you for being here and I hope you enjoy the show. What's up? I'm Angie and you are listening to Podcast That Pays, the podcast for online business owners who want to grow their business and sell their offers using podcasting. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is advice from a marketing loving podcast agency owner, you are in the right place. So glad you're here. Let's dive in. Thank you, Lindsay, for being here. I love to see you and chat with you anytime I get the opportunity. And I just want to start out. I'm not going to start with a tell me about yourself, you know, boring, long drawn out. But here's my question. Why audio? Because you could do other things while you're listening to it. I think that's the easiest answer. So it's something that we all have habits around. So for people that have been listening to podcasts for a long time, oh, I'm getting ready. I'm going to throw on a podcast because I have to look in the mirror. I can't watch a video, right? Or I'm going on a walk. I'm not going to be a weirdo looking at my phone walking. Um, I'm getting in the car, right? So like add the list. It's just, we just have such limited time in our day to consume content. And yeah, it might be while we're binging a Netflix show, we're scrolling. But those other times of the day, like I don't have time for that, right? So audio just fits in in these other places where I can kind of get other stuff done. Yeah, it's one of the big the big reasons why I was so drawn to it too and why I love it and why I think it's really good for your business. I was just on a call and one of my clients we were talking about one of my first private podcasts that I created called We All Hate Webinars and like she was talking like we're creating a private podcast for her. And she was like, well, what's the format that I should lay it out if I want to do this for my private podcast? And I was like, oh, you know, you could go listen to my, um, you know, I created this private podcast in like 2020, 2021 or something like that. I was like, you listen to We All Hate Webinars. And like she started laughing because of the name. And I was like, it's kind of true. Like we do. And I was like, and we still do. And I created it because I hated sitting through webinars and then we started talking and I was like you know what I don't think I've ever sat through a full webinar Mm. ever in my life Mm. and and matter of fact if I ever have to watch a video for something or even listening on podcast like I have to listen to it on three four times speed like the fastest as humanly possible so that I while I'm sitting and consuming it I it's it's going fast because I cannot sit through them so that was really what was behind. I'm like, we're sick of sitting through these boring, sick of sitting through these boring webinars. They're hard to consume. It doesn't come, like, I can't take it along with me. Like, I can take audio, 
wherever I go, if I'm on the train or if I'm cooking dinner or like I listen to it if when, when I'm on a walk, walking and podcasting goes hand in hand and listening to audio goes hand in hand, like by the way. So like I listen to audiobooks and podcasts on my walk. That's my routine. And I love that you said that too. It becomes a part of people's routine. For, so from mm -hmm. a from a creator, from a business owner's perspective, like how cool is that that you get to become part of someone else's routine? Like you get to be it, it is really so intimate and weird because like you're sitting at home recording your podcast and like you're not interacting with them, but then from the listener's perspective, it's super intimate. So I love that you brought that up as well. So tell tell me how do you use Hello Audio in your business? I know you have a whole podcast about how other people are using it. Yeah. How do you use it, Lindsay? <laughs> yeah, and it's dangerous. That podcast is dangerous because I walk away and I'm like, why don't we have this yet? Like, <laughs> why don't we have an onboarding private podcast? Like, nope, we do it like old school SaaS companies. So I'm not going to lie. Um, our list is long as well, inspired by our users, of course. Um, but I think one of the early things, and, and I'll say too, we'll have a meeting and we'll be talking about the next marketing thing. And we're like, it takes us a while. We're planning. We're Oh, this should be a private podcast. <laughs> like it, it's like silly that we even have to kind of unlearn some of the tactics, I guess, and like the kind of go-to marketing. It even it even impacts us, right, as people who literally do this every single day. But of course, we have stuff, right? So and we we recently launched our first public podcast, and that was in I think it was like September ish of 2023. Um, and so we're, you know, a couple months into that. And, you know, we didn't do that right away um, because, you know, we kind of focus on private podcasts. So we didn't feel like we had to rush to do a public one. But I think one of the first podcasts we created was based on a challenge we did for Black Friday, like the first Black Friday we ever had, which is also the same month that we had, like our we first launched subscriptions. And we kind of, I think it was called, it might have changed the name, but it was like Ad Audio Asset Challenge or something like that. We were like, hey, you, you, you scrambling to get a Black Friday offer together? Audio is the easiest and fastest way to get an asset created. So we ran it live and then flipped it into a, you know, an evergreen private podcast. And that was a lead magnet for a while. So I think that's like the first private podcast we ever did. But I will also say the first one that I did as kind of CEO, we knew um, partnerships and affiliates were going to be a big part of growing Hello Audio early on. So I actually spent a long time um creating kind of, I don't know if you guys all know the old school Russell Brunson days, of like Dream 100. But who would we love to promote Hello Audio, right? And we went after big names. And I essentially made a private podcast for every single one of those people. We scripted it out. And then um, I recorded kind of, you know, three or four of the episodes were the same for everyone for the most part. And then I was able to use something like Descript and changed, um, you know, the outreach to say the person's name and the content and way they could use it in their businesses. And I think we sent out, we literally mailed a box with um, headphones that said Hello Audio, like not AirPods, but like cheap ones that you could get printed. And then, um, you know, kind of said like, press play. And um, like, here's, you know, the podcast to listen to it. And so that was like, I'm pretty sure that was the first private podcast really that we created. So we made over like 50, I think we we did like 50 something of that. Um, and then 
lucky for us too, like Clubhouse was in that time too. So like audio was really big. So being able to reference that too. And then when we raised our first round, I also did, I basically sent all investors I was um, messaging a private podcast, like, hey, like, right. And I'd be like, it was so nice to meet you. Like, da, 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 da. Here's the pitch if you want to listen to it again. Like, and so we like very early on, it was very one-on-one. So there's, you know, I have a lot of feeds in my account of like (laughs) these old feeds of people that we reached out to. So kind of cool old history there um, with Hello Audio. But yeah, some of the early, earliest ones were like individual feeds for one person. Oh, I love that. And now I'm like, dang it, I got to do some individual yeah, it's fun. And like with things like Descript and now they have the AI and the overdub. So you easy. can actually switch it pretty easily. And that's what's the cool thing I think about audio is it's actually really easy to kind of switch out stuff. Um, I find it way easier than than video. Um, I know there's like AI video, but like, come on, guys. <laughs> it looks creepy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that individual touch, I think, was really good, too. So. Oh, I love that. Okay. I did create, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this on your podcast or not, or any of the conversations that we have, but something I did create was a private podcast called In Case You Still Need Convincing. It's literally like, if you're thinking about working with me, here's this private podcast where I walk you through what it's like behind the scenes. Mm. You hear from my team, you hear from my like testimonials from my clients, like what that process is like. Um, like I'm like you, I have a lot of feeds, um, everything. That's how it, it happened on this call today. Someone's creating a video podcast and we were just talking about something else. And I'm like, hmm, I think you should create the behind the scenes of creating mm. this video podcast show in a private podcast. The opportunities and the ideas yes, are endless, which I, I know that you're seeing through your podcast and it is dangerous because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I, I could do a private podcast for this. Like I could do a private podcast for this. And it is easy to, to your point, be able to kind of switch things out. And I know that I've pulled I've pulled brand new private podcasts together, even with content from old private podcasts and made a new one. And like, so it is, I I don't know, I still, I still get tons of people signing up to my private podcast as a lead magnet, which it is really effective. It's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite things to do. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on and why I'm going into like, I think we need to do another round of private podcast week. (laughs) Yeah, we need to, I think we need to talk about this again, because I haven't talked about it in a long time and I get so many questions. So I'm going to say too, like I, I, I'm feeling it this year. Like I remember in 2023, the predictions, people were like private podcast, private podcast. It, it takes a while. Like this is a new thing. Like I just met with a business owner. He like helps other SaaS companies. So he's not like really in our space, but he's an online marketer, like hands down. And he's like, we're going over our product. He's helping us with some onboarding stuff. And he's like, I actually am not totally sure what a private podcast is. The amount of times I have to explain that is also showing me that like uh, people who even know what that is are very innovative. Like we're on, it's an early adopter thing, like you for sure, an early adopter. And there's a lot of education around it still. And even as experimental as our users are, they go out there, they try things, whatever. We're not sure like what to call it or how your audience is going to respond. And everyone's audience is a little bit different, obviously their niche and what they know. But I am starting to see like there is a swell and more people 
are talking about it in a different way. And I think it, you know, I'd obviously like to credit ourselves with with that. But when we first built Hello Audio in the early days of like 2020, um, I remember just being like, I just wish a podcast was expected and like in every single course, like that would make me so happy because that is it. That is like the bottom line for me. It's like, can I just listen to this? Like, why, yeah. are, why am I watching your face right now when it has nothing to do with what you're talking about? Yeah. And so that was always like our goal was how we could make it just more ubiquitous in like content. Um, even just like the, the simple like dump your videos that you, you know, recorded for your your courses. And yeah. now as it's expanded and just like the potential, I think it is getting more popular where people are like, oh, wait, I could have a lead magnet that I record once yeah. and like people actually do something with it I think that's like a pretty big deal and so yeah I'm starting to feel that swell I just kind of jumped back onto threads recently and like there's some fun conversations of it. I literally tagged you in something by the way and of course threads is showing me all the content around podcasting but um there's a lot of people talking about private podcasting right now and I'm like yeah. okay like I see you um there's a woman Brenna McGowan she's doing something called behind the launch funny side story she's been doing it for three years and we've been around that long and some of our early users were like she was doing boxer interviews which that that podcast that we created that's one i didn't mention that's our most popular lead magnet now is the success stories podcast and it's yeah. like it's the easiest thing to share with somebody who's curious about private podcasting because they experience it and they get to hear from real users but i carried those interviews completely async you were one of them over boxer and then threw them into a private podcast. So here she is doing like an audio type summit and had MP3s for people to down download or like a player or something. And she, and she finally did a private podcast this year. She said the first year she did it, no one said anything about private podcasts. She goes, the second everyone was like, why isn't this a private podcast? And she's like, I don't know. This year she's getting so much more engagement. Like people are listening. They love the delivery method. They're all asking about how she's doing it. And, you know, it's not even yeah. what the, the topic is. It's yeah. it's just that idea of people expecting that MP3 and that audio to be accessible, not a player on a website where my phone has to be open or not an MP3 I have to download and like, I don't know, it disappears on your phone. Like where, yeah. does, it even go? where does it go? <laughs> Where does it go? I totally. I love that. I remember. I remember back then when the messaging was largely around, you need to have this for your course, like as a yep. companion for your course, like like to make it more. It was called to... podcast your course when we did like launch when we did live. See, um, I, did, I didn't even. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that, but I remember the the messaging being largely around that, and I think it is so freaking cool, and I'm guessing you guys think it's so freaking cool at how your users have taken that and been so I mean you obviously made a whole podcast about this now but have been so innovative in what they're creating with it and that has got to feel both inspiring and like really cool to see how now you get to build off all these ideas that people are doing like okay now you know, I see people are using like this. How can we build in our product to support yes. that? And so I, yes. I love that. I love that journey for you guys. But speaking of that journey, where did this come from? What made you want to start Hello Audio? Yeah, I mean, because I so I taught people how to make courses like my past is as a professor. 
And so it was always like, yeah, have the MP3 under the video file, right? Like in the module. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no one's listening to that, right? But you didn't really think about it. You're like, as long as I offer it, it's fine, right? Like I'm, I'm touching all bases of the learner, right? So coming from a teacher, it's not like I came up with the idea and was like, how can I make audio learning better? In fact, it was flipped. I was a student in um, a woman's course who, um, God bless her, like put it on YouTube private, like in a WordPress login. Like she wasn't even using anything like Thinkific or Teachable or anything. And I think that actually is what made it even more annoying was that it's not even mobile friendly, the site, and you're trying to log in. Literally the most annoying thing. And I'll be honest about the topic. It was like money manifestation and stuff. There's no slides. Like she's a really yeah. good lecturer, really good orator, gets you inspired, like wants you to go make money. That's what it was about. And I'm like, I, I remember going on a walk. We lived downtown at the time in San Diego and being like, I, I'm so annoyed that I can't just like listen to her and go on a walk because it's like this weird WordPress site and it's a YouTube video. Like, what the heck? And I had the prequel to that is because I'm sure everyone feels like that even still, right? Without even knowing Hello Audio exists, they still have that thought. For me, that made it what made it real was I was starting to see people talk about it. I was in a membership site Facebook group, and I think it was Kate Northrup, really, who had a membership. And she said her husband wrote a script to prevent the podcast from being public for her members. And mm. I told Derek and I was like, that's a really good idea. And I was like, and I think I don't know exactly the order that that happened, where I had that thought and I was in her course and then maybe I saw the post or I saw the post. And then I was like, I think it might have been I saw the post and then was like, yeah, this should be in a podcast like that. Like podcast has already figured that out. And so the first instinct was, do we write a script as course creators and tell people that this is what they should be doing? Like, right. But yeah. if you like think about that. What is not good about that is that shareable, like that link. If you write, I think, actually, I think the husband created a script that generated a unique RSS feed for every student, which is essentially what whole uh, audio does. Yeah. But it's like, there's no login. So we we're like, do we teach people how to do this? Or like, do we have to actually make it? And so just that vibe of like memberships having a podcast, I think possibly Brooke Castillo also had some sort of WordPress thing happening. Again, not podcast host. They were hosting their own video files and delivering it. And so, and then we start doing research as I come up with that idea. And we're like, what should we do? And Libsyn apparently at that time had a private podcast, um, but you had to email them. And it was like only in enterprise would they do that as if they were treating it like a, like a corporate thing. Yeah. And so that summer, so this is all 2019, early 2019, that summer, my husband's a big like research nerd. He also he's not like our technical co-founder per se. He can't like code, but he can code a little bit. He can't like make yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think he's getting better now, but um, he definitely couldn't just go make the product. Um, he went and did up some research and um, he's like more of a deep researcher. And I'm more like, let's launch this. I don't know what yeah. it is, but let's go. Right. <laughs> and he comes back. Yeah, like mid mid early summer and was like, I think we have to build it. And so the second he said that, I'm like, great, we're selling lifetime yeah. licenses. I'm going to make a post. But we knew we could sell lifetime licenses and still actually deliver it similarly to what Kate Northrup and her husband figured out with their scripting. We could do that. 
So you would send us your files in a Google Drive folder and we would make your podcast feed for you. It was not a SaaS product. Yeah. And so it allowed people to still get that experience while we decided what to like, how to develop it. And so I think I made that post in mid-August, um, something like that. Um, and then by October, I think Transistor was announcing their private podcasting. And so it was starting to be like this more common thing. And that was the scariest part, to be fair, about launching a product, because lots of people were like, well, like, why isn't every podcast host just going to create private podcasts, you know? And so we thought about that. And we're like, yeah, but they're going to do it for podcasters and they're going to do it within the system that they've already built. We're creators. Like, I need 50 you know, videos uploaded at once and turned into a feed instantly. I don't need a weekly, like individual upload situation. That's how I create content. So that was what kind of gave us the impetus to keep going was like, oh, we're building it for us, right? Creators yes. can be podcasters, but not all podcasters are creators or create content like we do. And so for me, I was like, no one's going to build it. No one's going to build it with private podcasting first. And to this no. day, right, I would be asked by investors, what if what if Apple comes out with it? What if Spotify? Guess what? They both have it. Guess what? It's all about memberships and like five dollars off your public podcast. Not what we do. And so go ahead, like make it more common, like make it more available. But we're going to that's going to be our bread and butter. And we're still to this day, like the only podcast hosting company that's like very private podcast first and like public second for sure. And we knew yeah. if we just focused on that, that's our positioning in the market. And then, of course, you know, Kajabi starts to come out with it. And I remember that day, it was in 2021. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the end, right? But <laughs> Kajabi, Kajabi, I hands down believe Kajabi created that because of us. I do not believe there was someone on their team that, that came up with that. I believe that there were people asking them to have it. And so they built it. Um, and then Searchy was the other one. And so there are a couple, you know, learning management systems that have po private podcasting. But again, I mean, you're Kajabi. You have so many things that you're doing. Like the last thing you're worried about is private podcasts and like what they can do. Yeah. So to your point, us listening to our users and the way they want to build products with it, that's like, that's what we focus on. Whereas Kajabi, yeah. like they have so many other things to do. And so at the end of the day, Kajabi's making it more common. And we have lots of people that have both Kajabi and Hello Audio because Kajabi doesn't do what Hello Audio does. Me. Yeah, lots of people. I have, I have Kajabi and Hello Audio and Captivate. And for, oh yeah, <laughs> like um, I get asked the question so many times. It's like, I already have this, you know, in my host and they say they do a private feed. So can't I just do it there? And I'm like, absolutely not. Sorry, you have to go to Hello Audio. And this is what you have to do. This is for marketers. This is for people who are creating. And this is like my spill, like exactly what you said. <laughs> I'm like, and also the folks over at Hello Audio are always working to make things better. They are always like they have a great community. You can go in, you can ask questions, you can go and be inspired by what all these different people are doing. Uh, so absolutely not. You're not going to yeah. go on, you know, Captivate or Kajabi and try to create a private feed. I mean, Kajabi charges like per product. They count a private podcast as a product. So they don't even look at it as like part of your course. It's like a whole. I didn't thing. even know that they yeah. had private podcast capabilities. FYI, I did see the regular podcast and I actually um, one of my clients just switched to their their podcast over to Kajabi. 
which I I love Captivate for a regular podcast, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I didn't even know they did the private podcast at all. But I always recommend everyone, as you know, like I've been an affiliate for a few years. And so it's like built into my workflow. I'm like, <laughs> how to pitch Hello Audio separately from Captivate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, here's my workflow. In, in step step two, go to Hello Audio and sign up for your account here. Like there's no, no there's no yeah. options. We go to Hello Audio. So I love that. I, I obviously I've never heard uh, your origin story or we've never talked about it. And um, so I, I love how it has all come together. Um, it's super interesting. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I really need to up my podcasting game or you want to start utilizing your show more for your business to get more leads and sell more offers, then I want you to come over to podcastthatpays.com and check out the podcast collab lab. That's podcastthatpays.com and check out what we're doing over there. I would love you to join us. Okay, back to the show. So I'm, I'm curious. A lot of people who listen to this, to my podcast, everybody who listens to my podcast is also a business owner. And just from a running a business perspective, what has this build been like from a business perspective? Like what are the, Mm. I guess if I could get more specific, what would be the big lessons or what you wouldn't do again or what you would do again kind of thing? Oh, I got this. Okay. So it's interesting because I think I was, you know, again, as you can tell from my story, it was like early 2020 when we actually started to build it. Um, And we had some drama happen in the early days. But leading up to it, I think I was on the edge of like creator, like solopreneur burnout kind of thing where like all the content comes through me, right? Like I'm the creator. I'm the social media poster. I'm the teacher. I'm the this. I'm the that. And it was a lot. And so here I am about to build a SaaS and I built a lot of relationships in that time and all related to the product. Um, But I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to be the face anymore. Like there's no like, it's not like coming through me. It felt very, it's interesting because when you build something that is completely not your wheelhouse, that was like me up leveling instantly where, yeah, in my solopreneur business, I wore all the hats. There are a lot of hats in Hello Audio I cannot even touch. And one of them is coding, which is literally the product. Like the thing I sell, I can never fix. I can never go in and do it. Like I can't do anything. Like, so those early days was all about trusting the right people. And we made several missteps there. But when we finally landed on the developer who, you know, pushed the thing to production, um, we knew we hit like something magical because, um, yeah, it was just like, it it was beautiful because that trust was there and, and they were great at what they did and really cared about the product and our users. And they weren't like a founder. Um, and so like what, what that means to me as somebody, I know that there are a lot of people kind of pivoting to SaaS right now, or it's kind of like in the world of like, hey, what if I created a SaaS product? And it's very possible. I think a lot of our frameworks and Anything you keep in a spreadsheet and try to do something else with, like there might be a SaaS product there for sure. It's, I would recommend finding a technical co-founder in the very early days. That is something that we've struggled with. And so what that means is, you know, the person that built Hello Audio, we had to pay them. 
which of course you would expect, right? <laughs> right, like, yeah. But in starting a tech company, there is this like, hey, you could give equity and you guys could join together on something and they could really care about the product. And like, if that's possible, you know, there's not a lot of developers that are going to do development for equity. <laughs> like just, I'll say that flat out. However, they will do it like, at a discount for equity, right? And if and and if they like really believe in it. And so if there is a way that you can partner with someone. So a lot of a lot of the women that I've talked to that have ended up building SaaS companies um kind of successfully like Laura Roder who built Meet Edgar, um built it off of her IP with social media back in the day and I, her husband was a coder. So that was like such a great mm -hmm. like way to yeah. get it going. Um same with um um, access ally her name is escaping me um but same thing her husband was a coder and so you know i wasn't married to a coder almost i was like you totally like studied the wrong subject um but even still just getting someone to buy in really early as a developer even even with paying them and all of that and like you trust them i mean that's everything because once that person had to move on for various reasons um it, you know, we've struggled with development since, and um, it's been our biggest cost <laughs> to the detriment of, you know, our own salaries and all the things. So, yeah. yeah, I that's like my biggest learning, but it is possible. And I think what I like about our story is it's really that true. I'm solving a problem because I was solving my own problem kind of thing. Yeah. And we knew there was a lot of people that once they saw the potential in this, that they would want it. Um, and um, we also knew the work that was ahead of us, like we talked about earlier, the innovation. It's like a new thing. You know, it's definitely not something you have to have to be successful in business, right? Like we're not a bookkeeping yeah. software or something like that. Right. But but we are a software that I think, you know, as a creator right now and as an online business owner, it's pretty noisy out there. And so like doing another webinar just doesn't feel super exciting. And so we do offer definitely something that's for our users, for sure, the creator themselves, but also the listeners and their ease of use. And so when we saw that kind of two pronged value prop that we gave people, we make our users look awesome to their audience for offering the private podcast feed and making it available. And then uh, that kind of thing. Once we realize we're like, okay, we have something here. And, you know, part of me thinks we got lucky. But another part of me is like, nope, it's one of those things where it was a good idea. And we took a risk. There was a lot of unknowns. Like, like I said, people were throwing at us like, well, isn't everyone just going to add this to podcasting? And I was like, yeah, yeah, but they're not going to do it right. Like that I no. always knew in the back of my head. And so I, we had to trust ourselves there. And that's scary. I think. As yeah. many people listening know, running your own business is a huge risk in a totally different way than having a corporate gig. And it has a huge upside, right? And so that's it. That's the gamble that we do every day. And so the gamble is working in our favor so far after lots of hard work. But um, yeah, it's just one of those things of like trusting yourself, even though there's a bunch of people telling you otherwise. Yeah. Good call, though, Lindsay, I will say, because no one has done it like you guys. Like, yeah, you were 100 percent correct, but you did not know that. And like those people who were questioning it, I mean, that's a valid thing to be questioning. Mm -hmm. Couldn't 
couldn't these other platforms that already do podcasting just add private podcast? Lots of them have, but they just most do of not them do it. Yeah, yeah. Most of them have, but they just do not do it in the same way, nor care about it. It's like the mm-hmm. stepchild over here. The yeah, they yeah, they offer it. Yeah, they offer it, but they don't. It's not anything useful. Like it's not even it's not anything useful. And yeah. so and that's one of the other reasons why I always recommend hello audio to people because you guys are like there with your users mm. on a regular basis so the way that you are able to like innovate and create and even going forward is the power in being able to be in that close proximity with your users still and, and i just feel like that's such a great advantage and so by you guys building community and being in your community, I just mm-hmm. think that it's such an advantage for you and your business and what you're creating because you're right there with your finger on the pulse of what people are needing or wanting. I mean, you could do a post right now in your community and be like, what do you wish Hello Audio had that, mm-hmm. that it doesn't have? And then here you go. You'll have hundreds of ideas of things that you could expand on and create. And I'm sure that you guys... I'm sure that you guys will. And so that's why I'm always like, just get on the get on the Hello Audio bandwagon. Um, okay, what would you say to anyone who is listening to this or people who, and you know what I teach about private podcasts and how I use them in business. What would you say to people who are kind of, I don't know, maybe on the fence or they're not sure about private podcasting or they don't know how what it can do for their business or like what would you say to those people who are thinking about like dipping their toe in it but haven't jumped all the way in? Yeah, you and I have been doing this a while and we've been yeah. throwing lots of like new marketing stuff like constantly. Yeah. And so I also say that with the real understanding that as a business owner, you have to have discernment to be like, this is what I'm working on. I'm not going to get sidetracked. So I want to say like, I see you and I am you. I get it. Yeah. And if you are feeling maybe a little less creative in your marketing or like you haven't launched a new lead magnet in a hot second or you haven't connected with your audience um, apart from maybe what you've been regularly doing. I do think that stepping or like dipping your toe into private podcasting, whether it be, and this is the cool part about private podcasting, it literally can go in any part of your business. It could go on the front end and get you more customers um, and clients and listeners and audience people and grow that. And it can take care of the people who have invested in you, even if you're a one-on-one service provider, like, you know, all the things. So the cool thing is you could probably, if you already have something you're selling and people own it and it's in video, you could probably whip up a content-based like private podcast, no joke, in probably a half an hour by the end of, yeah. you know, the upload. But what I like to inspire people to do is to kind of re-engage folks and like do things a little differently. And private podcasting is makes that so much easier. It is not launch a YouTube channel. It is not yeah. right. Like right, even like, you know, all the production tied to that. It's like a smaller commitment. Um, and because it's audio, it's a lot easier. And so because there are so many use cases, I think the ability to sit and record in a day and literally doc your, your, document yourself doing it on stories and say, hey, I'm, I'm thinking of doing this thing. Like here I am in Descript editing it right now. Who wants it? That's how you start. That's it. 
And that yeah. is even showing you doing it from scratch. Like you even brought up people redo their w workshops, their webinars. You don't even have to make new content. But I just think if you're sitting on the fence, is this another one of those things? I'm seeing it everywhere. Am I like late to the game? I already have other things I'm working on. And, I, you know, part of me wants to go like, how excited are you about that? Right. Because I think in business, when we get that creative, you know, tug of, ooh, I have an idea for this. Oh, but I said I would not do anything. Sometimes following those, and this is somebody from AD, with ADHD, so like fair, yeah. <laughs> neurodivergent yeah. person who kind of just goes whatever, whatever she wants to do. But even still, following that energy usually leads to a better outcome. It leads to more signups. It leads to people being excited about it because guess what? You're excited about it. And I do yeah. think that a private podcast is easy to create, easy to get excited about, and easy to people to sign up for because it's not a course uh, like, you know, workshops and yeah. all of that. So that's what I would say to people on the fence, that it's a lot easier than you think. And most of our users, without fail, would be like, wait, that's how easy it is? When they start the process. Yeah, yeah we've been telling you, like, it really is. Just drag it, drop it, becomes a podcast. Yeah. Not kidding. No, so it is really. Easy. It is really easy. And I will say to your point that that is one of the reasons why I love podcasting in general because the ease of use of like mm -hmm. I don't have to get up I don't have to get on video I don't have to get dressed I don't have to like I could just show up however and I could get it done I can I can have and I have with my private podcast I've recorded right from my phone I've sat in my closet mm -hmm. I've sat there I have an idea I can go record three episodes and I can have a private podcast in a day you know and so I think that that from the creator side is really powerful, especially when you move quickly in business and you are that kind that of That momentum, momentum yeah. is everything for a business owner. Yep. And so you're that kind of activator person who's like, okay, I got this idea. Let me put this out. I love that you can do it with so much ease. And then also, and this is something, because I get asked this a lot, and I'm sure that we probably share similar sentiments on this, but I get just the video podcast and like, do I need yeah. to have a video podcast and be on video and the video is going to replace the, you know, audio? And I'm like, never. So like never shaking your head. It's never going to. It's never going to replace it. Yeah. I don't care how many never. Joe Rogans there are. Like, really don't care. I do yeah. not care because the the nature of the platform and the reason why it's so powerful and the reason why it has gotten so much traction is because it's so accessible and easy to consume. And that is just period. And so and why it hasn't changed in like 20 years. It's to be not going to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do it like there's people who want to do um, my client earlier. She's like, I want to do the video because, you know, you can do the video in the podcast app now. And I'm like, I, I, I actually just don't even see the additional value in that. Like, I, OK, do it if you want to. But I just I actually just don't think it's like that super valuable to be honest it's a cool thing like when you go to it. go to amy porterfield go to um whatever jenna kusher like go to their podcast channels and look at it and just see those numbers like you're you're gonna be like oh like and this is these are people who have a reach right and like yeah yes yes i will say there's changes coming to like video podcasts with like youtube and how they're making and google making those changes i think we're gonna see changes but what's cool, to your point, because it's all about SEO and people finding you, now YouTube music or YouTube podcast, I guess is what, I don't know if it's podcast or music, 
you can like yeah. import your RSS feed and it automatically updates. So Hello Audio, our um, Launch Your Private Podcast is there. It just pulls in our cover art. People yeah. do listen to it. Like yeah. there is a population of people who use podcasts in Google, in like in YouTube. And with Google Podcasts going away, it's probably going to change. But to your point, they don't have to be video podcasts. That's not, that's not why they're listening. Yeah. The whole point is yeah. listening. So I yeah. think... I think we're seeing a lot of the the growth of video podcasts more for the repurposing reasons. Yeah. And I think it's it's a fair assessment. But when I look at things like what we're kind of talking about, things that can block you, that friction that yes. can happen. And with you working with a lot of people wanting to just put their podcast out there, it's 100%. like add that layer. That's like a whole nother layer of complication. And you're not going to be you know, the video editing of like, I don't know, whatever the cool kids watch or listen to these days, but like those yeah. podcasts that are so produced and they have studios and their yeah. guests fly there and see them. Let's just step back for a second and right. be like, let's realize where we're starting and where they started and recognize that like, yeah, that's helpful for them right now from a reach perspective, but it's probably not the starting point for you and it doesn't have to yes. be. So I think thinking about it that way is important. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I'm always consistently, you know, talking about is let's remove the barriers to getting started and doing video. I'm always telling people you're doing video and having guests are like two big barriers because guests. Oh, just yeah. Guests, you know, you're that's why you're you're chuckling because, you know, like they're annoying. They don't show up sometimes. You have to reschedule. You have to find them. You have to like it's a whole thing. You have to chase them about your given the bio, you have to be like, fill this out. Yep. It's like a whole other thing, which is, it's fine. But all of those things, when you're just starting with your concept and you're trying to bring something to light, like sticking with just audio is just the simplest way to get it done. And even to your point of being a course creator, you can remove the barrier of having to record a whole course. 100%. And you you could do it all audio. And we're so seeing I want to I want to talk about this because we're seeing I think, again, the people that have been around for a while, we have this vision of what a course is supposed to look like and how many dollars you're supposed to get for that course. Right. So it's yeah. nine, nine, seven, right? <laughs> a thousand, two thousand dollars, twenty five hundred, thirty five hundred. And I think there's this idea that like, well, if I don't do all this production, people are going to be like, well, why is this worth this much money? Right. And yeah. so I think we're breaking through that barrier. I think a lot of what's happening right now is ease, accessibility, um, you know, completion, like those things are more important than production value. Like, sure, Amy mm -hmm. Porterfield has beautiful worksheets, amazing video and yeah. and and all the things. And it's crazy because she teaches courses. And I know she says this. She does not expect the courses to look like that. But at the end of the day, she's still telling you, like, this is how you sell a like $2,000 program, right? And so and then we have people like Andrea Crowder, who we had on Launch Your Private Podcast who has almost $2 million business, literally every single product she sells besides her one-on-one -on -one services, even though she, of course, includes a private podcast for that, are all private podcasts, like her entire programs. There is not a single thing that she doesn't sell that is in Kajabi or anywhere else. And the beauty of it is, and I watch her, <laughs> watch her, go to her Instagram because she is selling 
all the time, constantly. But is she also creating new things constantly? And she completely credits that to Hello Audio and the ability to make audio and turn it and flip it quickly. She says yeah. she will have people, she'll speak, and she'll have her team members maybe make slides and she will host programs live and include some, you know, questions in a very chopped up way in the program. So like she will run like beta versions of the product, you know, and she charges anywhere from, you know, free. She sells free, right, as like sign up thing all the way up to like literally every price point, what you would consider low ticket, mid-level that she puts a tripwire on every other thing she sells. And then all the way up to, I think, $3,000. It could be like 2500 purely audio. I think she's about to, wow. I just saw her. She's about to promote her $2,500 program that is that is all audio. It's coming out right now again. And it's amazing. That's wow. what we envisioned when we built this. We're like, what if people just create audio products, right? Yeah. And I think it's still, it's still coming in. It's definitely not everybody. And I will say too, it's definitely not every subject. Like I do think Correct. like subjects need some level of video or whatever. Yeah. So because a lot of her work is in the coaching space, motivation, money, she does yeah. team building. She does. She has a lot of that kind of stuff. But she doesn't need slides to organize it. Yeah. And and yeah. she's a good speaker. Right. And I think some of that plays in as well. But if that is you, you don't need any of that other shit. Yeah. And and I think we're starting to get see the reality of it. The The value is not in the fact that it's in Kajabi or whatever. The value is what results are you getting people, right? Like, are they actually doing it? That was my big thing with course creation was, can you get your person to go through the content? Like that, that's why people hire exactly. me. Yeah. So that's, I remember it's that. funny. It's funny that I built this because, oh, that was all extra. Let's right. get it down to what really matters. And it's, we're back to a lecture. We're back to someone talking and telling us what to do. So um, I just like to to share that. So it it is a lot easier production wise to record the audios and throw them up in Hello Audio. And you can totally have PDFs. You could totally link to stuff. Um, but I think the friction, the way Andrea talks about it in that episode too, you brought it up when we were talking about that habit where you listen to somebody because she has so many products now, people who are obsessed with her and her content, their entire podcast app is all of her content. And so it's like Apple Podcasts become, you know, her Crowder's <laughs> space, like for her, like big, her people that buy everything she has. And when she said that, she was like, it, it fills their feed. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, again, users blowing us away where it's like I never even thought of that and you can just see especially with podcasting the branding of it right the yeah, like visual yeah. aspect of it taking over the entire thing the only thing you listen to so she'll Crazy. get people that send her screenshots and it's like oh yeah you know I open my podcast player I'm listening to Andrea right like that's what I'm that's doing that's why I'm here powerful and, and Think about it from Kajabi's perspective. You have to log in and click on these all things. And it's, nope, doesn't feel like that. It's not nope. the same. There's so much more effort to get to that thing. And that's that's what she said in that episode, too. She's like, we just want our people to get access as quick as possible. Obviously, we don't want it to be shared and all the things. But, like, there's so many other barriers when there's missing passwords and, like, yeah. they lose login information. And, like, you don't have that with Hello Audio because yeah. it's a link that dies and ends up in their player. And then it's there. It's theirs. Yeah. They get to have it. Yeah. And so there's magic in that. Um, 
from a connection and intimacy perspective, because it makes you actually feel that much closer to the person, too, I think. Yeah. That because yeah. there's not those barriers in place. I have to say this, and I almost forgot to say this, but I have a client who is a hypnotherapist, and I've started talking about this a lot recently. And we were mapping out her podcast and, you know, I'm very like off the cuff, like I'm going to go head in the closet or head wherever and like record what I'm thinking of it, whatever. She was talking about how she scripts out her entire episodes. And I was like, girl, why are you scripting out these whole episodes? Like that seems like a lot of work. And she said, no, because as a hypnotherapist, I understand the power of audio and I do not want to say anything out of step like out mm. like out of line because she understands like how the audio gets into people's psyche and stuff like that I was like um from a podcaster perspective that's really cool and also a little bit scary but like we're literally out here but I feel that people. like oh yeah that's real like actually <laughs> yeah 100% yes. like the connection is is really a lot more than it's immersive it's it immersive because like I, as of right here, we're recording and I have like noise canceling headphones on and like exactly. it's like I hear you and like it's like different than a phone. Yeah, it's like the spatial like yeah. um, audio piece of it and the immersiveness of like I'm walking around, but you're like it, quote unquote in my head. It doesn't yes. feel like you're in my head when I'm looking at a video. It feels like um, there's separation between us. But when you you make it directly and there's no there's no barrier. Yep. There is some different stuff happening there for sure. It is. I'm not and like so, a neuroscientist or anything, but there no, has to but be. She for was sure. talking about that. And I was just like, wow, that is very, that's very powerful to know mm -hmm. as, as someone who uses audio. There definitely is something to that. Um, okay. So you got to have her as a bonus where she teaches people how to. I know. I'm like, uh, or something. Here, yeah. I'm going to teach you how to hypnotize your people to buy from you in your I, Why not? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so obviously I want everybody to go and listen to your podcast and we'll link that in the show notes and I'll give you a chance to tell us where, you know, to find you. But one last question is what is next for Hello Audio? I'm like the worst at this because it's like, should I go on my Slack channel? Go on my Slack to say, right? Like, because I'll be promising something and then Dev is like, yo, we're like months Stop. out from that. Um <laughs> No, um, I do know what we are very close to launching and we were working on at the end of last year and it just has been getting pushed a little bit further than we wanted it to. So we're going to have built in AI helping out in Hello Audio, which is going to be really helpful, I think, again, to help people move past some of the stuff that they don't need to um, spend a lot of time on. But even past that, like the first stage is kind of like what you're going to expect um, you know, descriptions and show notes and timestamps and titles and all the things. But then like our next level vision is like, okay, we're teaching people how to build audio products. Like let's write a sales page that is based on the content that happens mm. in the shows. So it's very, it's a little different than per episode, which is like most of the kind of podcasting AI tools out there. Yeah. Um, so we're always thinking about like, how can we make it easier for our you know, users to get the to get this done as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, I, and then we are updating to where it's getting a whole facelift. I think that's like what I'm really excited about as well is we've been running Hello Audio um, with our 
design and I'm wearing air, I'm doing air quotes skills. Um, you know, we're not product people. We aren't trained in that kind of stuff. And in the early days, it was like just, you know, the fact that we're not listener facing is helpful to us. Like our users don't care what it looks like. Is it easy to use? Like, let's just get it out there. But we're making it easier. Um, we're making it cleaner. And so we're super excited about that. Um, but those things are coming out. I mean, we're like, it's probably going to be, I think we actually start testing next week. So a couple of weeks from now. So by the time this is live, it, you know, we might be announcing it. There might be emails going out because I think we're going live relatively quickly. But if you listen to this, that's coming. Um, and folks who are current users will kind of know about that first for sure. Um, yeah. Then when I get into like bigger vision, that's just more like, here's what's exactly coming. Um, m our bigger vision and something that we hope to be working on before the end of the year. I'm also going on maternity leave. I have a I'm, have a baby coming in May. So um, it's definitely going to be a little bit slower in some respects um, because two of the co-founders are a part of that child's life. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we're going to get all the things in motion, hopefully. But the you know, we really want to build an app that allows you to record the audio really quickly and send it into Hello Audio. So most of the people that, you know, record from their phones are using something like voice memo, which yeah. is cool, um, but it's not it's not super easy to get into Hello Audio. So our like most base level that we want to create is like a recording tool, which would be like, I can record this really quick. And then you literally in a drop down say what, what tool, you know, what feed to send it to. And mm. I think that's going to be huge for people. And so um, we're going to work on building that out, um, you know, this year um, and hopefully get input, of course, from our users. But I think yeah. that, that is, as long as we stay focused on like, how can we save our business owners time? How can we make mm -hmm. them stand out in the market? Like, how can we help them innovate and be creative? Those are the things that are at the top of our feature builds. And yeah. um, and then, of course, there's a bunch of like little stuff here and there that um, either you see in other products that we don't have yet, um, or there's things that we want to be able to do that that other people haven't done yet either. So we do have some of those yeah. too. So yeah, those are kind of the big yeah. stuff. I feel like you have me. I feel like I am the person in mind for the record from the phone. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of you guys. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I I see Angie. She's always talking about grabbing her phone and going in the closet. <laughs> always in the closet, Angie. Yeah. Always in the closet. <laughs> now I don't even have a closet big enough to go in in my little tiny apartment. We're going to have your face when we're like building it. Just like there on our, Angie, yeah. in the closet. <laughs> a matter of fact, I'm going to roll out a closet. A yeah, closet chair for podcasting. <laughs> Inspired by Angie, here's your little closet cubby for <laughs> your podcasting. Here's the chair with the attached mic. <laughs> Everything all set for you. Yep. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, Lindsay. This is such a treat to kick off private podcast week, which... um I love, I love talking about it. I love that people are still, it feels weird that people are still like, what's a private what podcast? What is it? Yeah. I'm like, how do you know? Um, so like, that inspired me to talk about it again and really, you know, help people build this out. And so just let everyone know where to find you. Obviously, I'm obsessed with you. So I will, you know, everyone who starts a private podcast, I send right to Hello Audio. Like, do not look anywhere else. This is where we're going. 
but tell us all where, you know, we can find you and connect with you guys. Yeah, you brought it up earlier. I think the easiest place to like connect is our, is our Facebook group. Even if you're not a user yet, it's it's not like, it, you know, it's gated in that way, shape or form. But um, head on over to uh, Hello Audio community on Facebook. I think if you actually type in helloaudio.community as a URL, it'll take you to that Facebook uh, link. That's a good one. We're a little more on a- active on um, Instagram because I'm repurposing our not audio- video <laughs> into reels. I record us, but I don't I don't put the whole recording on YouTube. But yeah, so we're over on Instagram. We can you know answer questions there. And then our, yeah, our public podcast, which I am loving hosting. I'm loving talking with everyone. Angie was one of our early guests, like immediate, like person I thought of when I wanted to reach out. Um, And so that's called Launch Your Private Podcast. And that can be found in your favorite podcast player of choice. Um, And we drop a new episode every Wednesday. So um, we got some good stuff lined up. Some stuff now we're getting into. Lindsay doesn't even know who these people are. So that's saying something. Oh, yes. They're like, yeah, like I feel like, I don't know. I've, again, I've been around a long time. I've made a lot of connections. I'm, I, you know, I like meeting people and hanging out with people online. And so I'm getting into the point where it's like, I remember the early days of Hello Audio. I knew every person that was signing up. And now I don't know who any of these people are. And then you'll get the random like, Danielle Laporte, or who's the guy that's like a Twitter guy, James Krause. He does like, creator stuff jay kraus i think whatever and i'm like oh my god they're on hello audio i like fangirl when i see their email address come through not quite so much danielle laporte she had a big falling out in my space i know <laughs> I mean, yeah she was canceled she's back i don't really know what she's doing but she's a hello audio user so hey resist. um she's making good choices nowadays she's making great choices so <laughs> if you want to google danielle laporte and Oh, controversy God. 2019 2018 when even was it i don't even know okay so, any <laughs> we will put all the links and stuff in the show notes so i appreciate you being here so much and everybody go stalk Lindsay. thank you so much Lindsay, for doing this with me thanks angie it. hey if you enjoyed the show head over to podcastthatpays.com to get started on your way to creating a podcast that pays And don't forget to follow this show and take a screenshot that you were listening and tag me on Instagram at Angie M. Jordan. I'd love to meet you and show you some love over there. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. Let's get this money.